0: Good to see you again. You guys know who I am. I am J AKA, the moderate Texan. You are listening to and watching the Moderate Texan podcast. It's good to be back. I know I've been gone for a little while. Life comes at you fast, and in this case, I didn't have MasterCard with me, so things were a bit choppy. (laughs) Real choppy. New changes in my life happening. But we're back. We're, We're gonna be looking at some new film today. We're gonna recover the last three games. Going to talk about that. You guys know who I am. I'm J, aka the Moderate Texan. But I am joined today by my buddy Exo here. I don't know if he's still eating, but Exo, how you doing today, man?
1: How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Doing well. Just got off work. Ready to watch some great film. <laughs> Hopefully,
0: some of it's great. Some of it's the Jets game. We'll we'll see how that's going to work out. As you guys know, um, you guys know how to find me on on social media. You guys can see it down below. It is at Moderate Texan on Twitter. That's pretty much all I'm at. But if you guys want to see about where the rest of my stuff is, check the description down below. You can email me at the Moderate Texan podcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can find me here on Twitter. Don't really have an Instagram. It is what it is. I uh, don't really have anything else. It is what it is. But hey, yo meet me there. This is also playing on and will be uploaded to uh, all of the available um, podcast sites. It'll be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. I usually upload those the next day by 10 a.m., so keep a look out there if you want to watch it there. If you want to watch the video version of the podcast, that will be on Spotify only, or you can rewatch this on YouTube. All right. You guys know how things go here. We always start off with a quick side note. So there will be some changes to the channel. Things are coming up new. First, as I said, I got a co-host with me today. It's EXO. I'm going to introduce him here as the permanent co-host. This man has taught me a whole lot about the things that I don't know a lot about which is the offensive defensive lines i'm much better with like running backs and wide receivers sometimes the secondary but that line stuff that's not my that's not my thing this guy knows a lot more than me so Exo, tell the people about yourself a little bit
1: how you doing how you doing guys um uh just a little bit about myself well just the coaching side of it um uh was a little bit of a O-line assistant coach and a D-line assistant coach for the University of Houston. That's my, when I spent my time there during my collegiate days. Worked in the Scouting Department a little bit and then just spent my time there until I graduated and got into the big boy world. Um spent my whole life whole life playing in the in the trenches. And so that's where I got my start and that's why I, I lay laying my head I'm a DRB nation, dirty rotten bastards. Y'all will know good and goddamn well how I come, come well, come hard, come with. And so uh let's have a good day
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm happy to have you on with me here. You've taught me a lot, XO. So we're gonna we're gonna go through, and we're gonna continue to do what the Moderate Texan podcast is here to do. We're here to bring you guys the truth as it is, the film as it is. And in the end of the, at the end of the day, it's your decision as to what you think happened, but we're going to let you know what we saw on the play. And it's your decision to decide if it's good, bad, ugly, dirty, funky, needs work, is perfect, whatever that may be. But we're here in the end to come back to the middle. That's how it works. Uh, also, we wanted to d- discuss our next project that's coming up here. Uh, XOU and I have been talking a lot about Damian Pierce and that's a, a subject of contention for a lot of Texans fans. But one of the things we definitely want to do is we want to talk about what we are seeing because I think at least in my eyes I think he's being treated a little bit unfairly. What do you think?
1: Um yeah, I think he's treated a little bit unfairly though justified just based off of his last year's production towards this year's production. He's not living up to the expectation that we have set for him and that we have expected him to do. Is that our fault or is that the fault of like the, the circumstances that was at hand? Um, that's for us to, up to decide personally, but I just think that uh, he does get somewhat unjustified, I guess, critiques and unjustified gripes uh, just based on his play. Even though we understand the situation that is at hand, there's a lot to go. Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. There's a lot to that paints the picture. It's not just one thing that just uh, decides what makes or breaks the run plays, or what makes and breaks the the whole. The, I guess the scheming itself. Um, there's just other factors that have to get that has to be addressed and at least factored in. Case in point, uh, or v- verbatim uh that we have to just understand so we can really just paint a good picture just like what's really going on um though i think in the future that i don't think he was going to be for this team long term just based just based on what we are asking for this position in this offense if we are going to run the scheme for the next i guess five to ten years um or however long the tenure, uh, D'Amico Ryan's will be. Um, I just don't think he is going to be a guy that's going to be. I guess that. I guess that regard of the offense, or that's going to ask for that much of his offense. If if he's asking to be like a a, a starting running back or a uh, running back too, I don't think he he has uh, that big of a feature in this type of offense at this type of scheme. So. But to say that he's not a good running back or just say that he doesn't have a future in the NFL, I just think that's just a little bit of too much hyperbole or just too much of just internal uh, gripes that you have towards a player versus, like, just see what it is. Um, there's definitely points of his game that he needs to fix if he wants to stay here and if he wants to have a bigger role in his offense. There's things he has to fix and things he has to update in his game, but – uh as it stands uh i just don't see that long of a future for him here even though he's a running back and they in themselves don't last that long uh he still has a excuse me sorry about that uh he still has things he has to fix in order for him to stay this long or stay longer than what is expected for him to be out at by the end of the year and we're going to see bits of, uh a little bit bits some pieces of that uh today uh the good of his running game at the the of his burning game and then what People have the grace for like the bad in this running game. It's like, all right, you gotta fix this, or I don't think it's long for you for this uh this offense. Yeah.
0: Kind of to hit on that, we're we're one of the things that we had talked about doing and and keep a lookout for this in the future is we plan on kind of reviewing Pierce's runs for the year to kind of give you guys that good, the bad, and the ugly up front, right? So I know a lot of people have talked about, oh, he's running to this or, oh, he's doing this badly or, oh, he's he's just not a good runner. Mm, It's not necessarily true. And that's part of why we're wanting to do this. We're wanting to break down that O-line play, break down what the defense is doing, break down what the offense is doing, break down the play calls, break down where Pierce is running to. And sometimes it is him. Sometimes it's a factor of things. Sometimes it's one man getting beat. Uh, but we want to bring that to you guys so that we, everybody can get a fair and upfront view of what we are seeing from Damian Pierce and why we feel disappointed in him this year. But that's for the future, and we'll talk a little bit about that more as we come to the end of the video. Before we jump into the film, though, as we end the quick side note here, uh, let's take a look at uh, – there's, there's one thing that I actually wanted to request – Feel free to like, comment, and subscribe as you guys see fit. Uh, It helps out the channel. Uh, You guys have supported me, got got me up to, I want to say, 69 followers. Uh, So if you guys want to try and help me get to 100 by the end of the year, that'd be cool. Uh, I didn't even think I'd make it this far. So it's pretty cool to even see this many of you guys following me, liking my content out there. As always, if you guys need me to pray for anything, or if you guys need me to need to talk to me about anything, or if you guys want to just hit just want to hit me up, put that information in the comments, put it in the chat, uh, email me, hit me up on Discord, hit me up on Twitter, whatever it is you want to do. I'm here to talk. Hit XO up as well. We're here to talk, and I will get his information out there as well uh, as we can get that, and we'll get that information from you as well at the end of the show. XO. All right. Y'all already know what we're here for. We ain't here for nothing else but the film. The film, don't lie, as my my good buddy Texans Thoughts says. So let's jump straight into it. We're going to be covering three games today. We're going to be covering uh, five plays from the Jags. Second game, that was week 11, I believe, or 12. 12. Uh, week 13 against the Broncos and... The abysmal week fourteen against the uh, against the Jets. So let's jump into this first play here. This is pretty early on in uh, the Jags game. Let's take a look at this. And I remember watching this when we watched it.
1: I was a bit yeah. upset with this play. So uh <laughs> so we have an empty uh empty set here and so obvious past situation, but um we gotta understand like um uh, the keys to this, uh we have another situation here where we have uh, an exotic D'Amico Ryan's uh, Uh, defensive play call we got a three by two so anytime i uh, i see three by three by two or three by one i think of a levels concept so they're gonna be attacking us at different levels so if you're in the zone just be mindful of that and so as you can see as the play goes um you can see the different levels that uh doug peterson is trying to attack doug peterson Trevor Lawrence is trying to attack us at so you got a short uh behind the behind the numbers uh, between zero and five, you're gonna have your ten to fifteen, and then you're gonna have uh, a longer route just to clear out. So attacking the attacking the zone, uh, attacking the open gaps is the key for a good wide right receivers here. And so for the Jaguar side of it, they they ran this play correctly. Uh, it was the not the perfect play call to run into, but it's like, hey, we have a good play to beat us. This is a zone beater. And so you can see some uh, savvy plays, sa- savvy veteran plays by, um, if that it was that Christian Kirk or Evan Ingram.
0: Yeah, seven Ingram.
1: So Evan Ingram, savvy tight end, been in the year, been in the league what five, seven years or some shit like that. And so he knows, hey, I got to get behind the linebacker and underneath the safety and get into open area. And so as soon as he breaks the route, the ball's already there. Trevor understands. Uh, we got, um, uh, as we stated before, if you can divide down the center and go by the numbers and leverages, we see we got uh, three by three on one side and we got a stack clicked on the other side. And so if if I'm seeing this, I, I know that we have more – have advantageous numbers or advantageous leverage towards the defense because they have less guys to cover that much field for the amount of opportunity the receivers can do can run. So if you play this, you put in Christian Harris, Henry Toto, and the safety in interesting situations. Harris got to guard the left or right of him from a certain depth. To get the look that he's trying to get uh, from this look, I don't know how many people dropped in coverage. Look like they only rushed three, and so if they only rushed three, they dropped eight, and so that's a lot of sections a defense has to cover or a defense has to sit. And so we're picking on the linebackers in the situation. Y'all already know that our linebacker core is not the best core in the league. It's not even the best core in the AFC South. So we got a lot of inexperience here, and a lot of guys trying to learn as they go and try to build that experience so they know what to do in the future. But that's the future we're speaking about as as the now. So now we're seeing situations where a I'm going to play on here I'm going to play on. I'm going to play on the inexperience of here Toto. I'm going to play the inexperience of Christian Harris. And so these two uh, linebackers have to cover these two tight ends in this section of field. And so you see that. Um, Himmy Toto was the fatal one that got picked on this play. And he doesn't make, he didn't make the worst move. He did what he's supposed to do. It was just a little late. He, I don't know if he diagnosed it too late or if it's his talent. But that's on a player. That's one of the gripes that came in out of Alabama he wasn't uh a high numbers guy not numbers as in he didn't blow the uh combine charts out the waters he wasn't a fast guy he wasn't the strongest guy he just knew where to be at what time but this is the n f l and he has to learn that over the course of time and so we call this the rookie gripes this is the this is the rookie what like you have to the you gotta the rookie Growing pains. That was the f- that's the f- statement. So I say the growing pains of a rookie, and so in this situation, he could play this better later on in his career, but at this moment, he got he got played. He got played there. We've seen in other weeks that it wasn't the best coverage skills by hearing Torto, but we see that he's learning over the course of time of how to be a better coverage linebacker in the NFL.
0: Yeah. And what we really see here is, as EXO kind of eloquently explained, here is, is really Christian Harris and Henry Tooto really got put in a disadvantageous situation. We saw it a lot on that wide view there. This is the tight view, right? You could see the, this is a game of inches, right? And unfortunately, Tooto is right. He knows what he's doing. He's just, I mean, look at this throw. There's a hair off. Yeah, I mean, He's he's right, he's he's in the right spot. He's just barely off. And so we get mad at him because we say, Man, he's just not good in coverage. Well, unfortunately, he actually he's doing good in coverage, he's just missed, and just barely. And I know we want to say that oh, he's he's terrible or he's this or he's that. No, 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 we need to stop that junk. He's he's a rookie. And Trevor Lawrence is in his third year in the league, right? He's got a Super Bowl winning head coach. They know how to pick on tendencies. And that's what we're seeing here. And he's getting the ball out quick. This is against eight back. Like that, there are eight people. We rushed three. We, we rushed three here. Didn't get to the quarterback. Collins is back in coverage. Never want to see that again.
1: Uh, um, he does. This. This is the exotic play calls of the yeah. big <laughs> It is. It is what it is. But and So if you're running back to like, continue talking, but if you're running back to your point about Trevor Lawrence getting the ball out quick, I want people to notice from the ball hike till he gets it out, how long does that really take? If he rushing 30, thousand balls out. This is two seconds. You're he tell telling me.
0: Henry Toto to, to in two seconds, make a twitch move to move within five yards here. I mean and he, and, does, makes he move, perfect play.
1: and he sort of does. It's just he has to be quicker that or he has to um what's the what's the word? He has to decipher that quicker. That's all it was. He got played the eyes. he dropped into his little zone area. We can uh middle linebacker coach, defense coordinator might say sometimes you don't have to cheat that much far in um on those type of routes. Understand that she had a doubles concept with two tight ends. A little, so it's, it's going to be a mesh route between these two slow fucks. So just understand one one linebacker's got this person, a linebacker got this person. Or if he cross my face, I catch him. If not, and so these are all things they talk throughout the week of like how to play these people. Or this, this these are thing they talk in off season. And, and they do the training drills to figure this stuff shit out. But he has to get real live game reps to feel like, all right, whenever whenever I see this type of look again, I know what's about to happen. I can feel, all right, I got to cheat. If I, I could, if I cheat left, I can't cheat past the, in this situation, I can't cheat past the hashes. I got to stay more down the hash versus getting past the hash because I'm giving more leverage to the out, inside. i more leverage to the outside and uh, not extending my leverage to the inside, which Travis picks on right there. And this and let me not say all this to give this credit to. That's a great fucking throw by Trevor Lawrence. Like we, we gotta give credit what Curtis do. Here at told is going against a guy. Like we we might since he's a division guy, we like to talk shit about Trevor Lawrence. But he's like a top ten, top fifteen quarterback in the league. So we we got to deal with this shit all the uh, for the rest of his tenure for the Jaguars
0: not much more to say about this play, but the reality is Junior Toto is not as bad as we're making him out to be. I know he gets burned in coverage sometimes. It's, it ends up being a lot, but these are the rookie growing pains. And he has gone up against some good quarterbacks. He's gone up against some bad ones as well, and you've seen him rise to the occasion, right? On this particular play, a good quarterback with a quick release beat him. And that is what it is. That's just the way that cookie crumbled. Let's jump up into the next play. And this play, this play right here, kind of frustrated me. I know a lot of us we have we got a guy in, in CJ Stroud, right? We know what we've got in CJ Stroud. Um, and he has played phenomenally this year. This is one of those plays. Where you see he is a rookie. And you'll see what I'm talking about here in a second. So I'm going to pause it here. Right off the bat. So we talk about drawing that line down the center, right? So centers right here. Let's look at the hash. What do we see, right? So far, we've got, I think that's Dalton Schultz right there.
1: Uh, Maybe.
0: I think that's nah, Dalton me. Schultz right there. I think that's a six. And we've got Devin Singletary over here. On the other side, we've got three receivers. And if we're drawing this hash out here outside of this defensive, it, like we've, we've got numbers, essentially, of what it looks like on this side. But I'll kind of play it out so you guys can see what I'm talking about. Tank Dell moves. We've got, what, two over here, three over here. Three. Yep. Yeah. And what, four on three on four? Roughly. Yeah. And then this guy's out here, and we've got two on three. Over.
1: So since we got a, since it's a three by two, and since we, we're going against a three four look, we got to count these stand up ends as outside linebackers because they do be dropping into coverage like the assholes, three four guys do.
0: One, two, uh-huh. three, four on here. Five, I mean.
1: Uh, so, on the left side of the field, we go down the hash. You got one, two, three, four, maybe five, depending if that guy drops in the coverage or not. Versus on the right side, you got one, two, three. And depending if that safety rolls over at the start of play, we just know we got better leverage on the right side versus the left side. It's going to be more cluttered on the left side if we force a pass or force a run, or force anything, there's going to be more clutter over there because there's more bodies over there. That's basically just the premise of the shit.
0: Now, the reason that we want to talk about that is this. If I'm CJ Stroud here, and if I'm a, a more seasoned quarterback, we'll say, my initial thought is it's five on three over here. I, it's cluttered. There's a lot of stuff happening on the left side of the field. I know Tank does over here, and I got Dalton Schultz over here. I got two of my primary weapons, but but it's a lot of stuff. I'm in the shotgun. I'm, I'm already reviewing this. I'm supposed to see everything. Let me kind of cheat and, and use this side of the field. And when we start the play, you'll see why I say. Let's see what we got. Why I kind of say that. Oh, Lord. Now, this play does result in a touchdown. Great throw, great catch, great play by by a Tank there to get into a zone there and, and just kind of stay and sit in this empty space where nobody's there, right? Great stuff by him there. But this play could have been much
1: easier. And so if you look, uh, uh, if you could do for me, just to keep replaying the play uh, from a top uh, – uh from the wide view you can just keep uh yeah that's... try to get in a loop and so the one of the big reasons why we said the leverage thing is that on the right side of the field since we have a two by two concept most two by twos not maybe not say all I say a good average of fifty percent of the two by two concepts uh it's gonna be like a, it's gonna be a mesh route we're gonna have we're gonna try to pick on the either inside defender or we're going to try to pick on a safety. And so in this situation, on the right side of the field, they was picking on the linebacker that was going to be guarding underneath this mesh route. And so we have 41 here or 91 there as the the defender of that little zoned area. And so as you saw, Nico Collins pops open on the underneath slant route uh, coming underneath this mesh uh, between uh, him and Woods. And so if if CJ was able to understand the lever side of it, he was able he could have been able to hit Nico on a sooner – he would have been able uh, to hit the open receivers quicker instead of having to escape the pocket, get out in space, get it open, and make something happen with his legs and his arm and try to get let this be a, a jump out open ball drill and just get everybody get open. Or anybody try to get open and so with experience i feel like he will be able to see this and be like all right i got a better leverage here and he probably already does but he probably is thinking all right in this situation as a rookie quarterback he probably thinking about a whole bunch of shit and so i don't know this moment uh if this play is just like all right he just thought a certain way at this moment hey this a look I like. The look we get. I like the guys I have on the side of the field. I got Dalton Schultz, uh, Tank Tangdale, and uh, Devin Singletary. Somebody should be fucking open within a couple seconds of this shit. Um, but he forced the. Uh, let me not say forced, because I'm assuming that he made his reads go from left to right, and so he saw that that half of the field liked it. Say I'm gonna do my reads on this side, and as you saw how the play turned out, the play turned out. Um, we're we're not in the offensive meeting room, so uh, I don't know the play call. But seeing from am seeing here, automatically this left stays there, goes through his reads, through his three options on the left, and then finally goes to the right but has to start escaping because the pressure is going to get to him.
0: Yeah. And the reason I really kind of wanted to bring that up in that leverage again, as we're talking about it, is because this is what you'll see Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady's, your top, you know, aged, we'll say, quarterbacks, your top veteran quarterbacks out there do, is they'll play the leverage game. We'll see Davis Mills kind of do this stuff later. Um, and I think he's a little bit better at this, maybe, than C.J., Um But that's okay. I mean, Davis Mills. I would hope he's better than this. He's been in the better than that at him than CJ at this because he's been in the league three years, right? So he's things have slowed down a bit more for him. But what we're seeing here is is and I understand, right? What you're saying there, XO, that maybe he trusts these guys on the left a little bit more, and he doesn't think that Robert Woods and Nico Collins will get it done on the right side over there. Maybe that's what he's seeing. But 2v3 is better than 3v5 any day of the week. Like, I would rather take that any day, especially when one of those guys is 91 right here, right? Like, when you got this big chungus over here. And that's where you could kind of focus on the right side there. Because if he does this quicker right here, Nico Collins is open. Like, that's a catch and po- We know what Nico Collins has done to... You know, first tacklers
1: mm-hmm. like all, all season.
0: That's <laughs> like
1: he's, he's gonna make that. because He's gonna go in. If you put it on the nut on the hash, I'm going in. So that's a
0: touchdown, right? This this right here is what you want to see be done for 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 the future. And the reason you want to see it is because it's the easier play. You don't have to work as hard. Now, I'm not saying that CJ didn't make the play and it does not all come out in the watch in the end anyway. It did. It, it, it's a good play in the end because we end up getting the touchdown. But it didn't have to be this hard. We had the opportunity to make this a little bit easier. And we made this harder on ourselves because of some rookie development that we still have to make. And, it, and it's fine, right? Like, I expected this from CJ. The reason we're nitpicking it, and that's what I am going to say, it is is nitpicking. The reason we're nitpicking it is because of the situation that we're in right now. We have a chance at the playoffs, and you can't like in the playoffs. These plays can't continue to happen all the time because what's going to happen is that as teams get better and you get deeper into the playoffs. Teams are, are going to start getting pressure on you faster. They're going to start taking stuff like this away, and if you miss stuff like this, those are those are moments that can make or break your game, right? So it's just things like that. Now, there is one other thing I wanted to talk about on this play, and we'll look at it from the from the tight view here in a second. This referee back here, uh, it might be a little bit dumb uh, because when you throw your hat down, that means that someone has stepped out of bounds. And no one on this play has stepped out of bounds. The player that I think he's looking at is Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz steps on the green here. That is not out of bounds, ladies and gentlemen. The white is out of bounds. Uh, so if that would have been a flag, that would have been a terrible flag. But Let's look at this from the Y uh, from the tight view here so you can kind of see what we're talking about. All right, remember, this is the hash, right? We've got, is that Cisco? No, that's Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd is already over, like, this is, if we're looking at it, he's 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 more towards the, I guess you could say he's on this side, which would make it 4v2 versus 3v4, which would, I guess that's what, what CJ Stroud is looking at. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, when we're looking at the, if we're cutting the field in half. We already know from the, the wide view that we've got four other guys over here on this, this left of CJ and on the right side we've got three guys kind of over there. Mm. So if you want to if CJ is looking at this and thinking maybe he's going to shade towards his right, maybe that's why he decided to go towards the left. Um but it is what it is. He does kind of go out there, but he's way away from where Nico Collins is. Again, he makes a great play and a great throw across his body, hits Tank Dell and we get a touchdown. Right, so I'm not upset. Hey, look a little uh, juice scrugs there.
1: Right, uh, uh, hey, man. Don't talk about the outlaw getting the ass with this, <laughs> display. <to> <laughs> Let me talk about this shit. I am a Dieter open up the gate like, like you saying he's a Walmart greeter. Come on now. Right. You say, hey, how you doing? What all oh, you need? Let me help you. Need some carts? Here's my quarter. Bro. I go straight towards him. Yeah. But,
0: but hey. The play ends up being good. The big thing that I, that I, I wanted to shoot, yeah, not because of D, but, but at the end of the day, we want the whole reason that we're showing you this play. And the reason that I really picked this play out is because I wanted people to see this is how things could be easier. CJ is not perfect. We, we expected that. He's not perfect. And these are the ways that he could be better. Now, again, we're not in that film room. We're not going to be the ones telling CJ, hey, yo, you could have done this instead. And I'm betting they've kind of covered that with them already. Um, but those are things that veteran quarterbacks get and get to, to take care of and they, and they work on and they see a little bit faster. And I suspect that in CJ's future, uh, we will start to see plays like that become much easier and much quicker for him and him him dissect defenses even more so than he has currently this season. Let's get on to this next play. Oh, I don't
1: like this play. Ah. Hey, I got to ask Trevor Lawrence how many tables he got left at his restaurant because that boy was cooking. (laughs) That boy was cooking good plate. Look at that!
0: This man had oxtails on the plate.
1: Boy, what he, knew what he was doing? That boy, Kurt, Kurt, couldn't get there fast enough. In doing so, he burnt Javier so bad. I don't even think he started a nickel anymore after for this game. You're
0: right. He you didn't, because we got this guy Desmond King who started the last two weeks because of this. I mean,
1: and let me not. Let me give credence to Tavier Thomas. This is one of the hardest routes to guard as a DB. I used to fill one-on-ones for three years straight. He used to be on field to watch this. This is one of the hardest routes because I'm going on one side of the field to the other. Sheer reaction. Sheer reaction. The wide receiver has the entire field to get open. Yeah, that yeah, was a face to...
0: mask miss too, but
1: yeah. You know, they never going to call it up. Yeah, they never call it But
0: yeah, uh... The reality here—he's
1: not the only one that got open on this play. Yeah, that's, that's true. Okay,
0: so first things first, I want to talk about here. Every DB is tight. Right, all three of our DBs are lined up, impressed. They are there. Look at this. I mean, he's he's directly across, and I mean, you're expecting him. The offense knows the play. Defense doesn't. Hurt just burns them off the line. And, of course, right here. And what hurts? Your t-
1: before go you go on your soliloquy, I think this was like thirty-eight 8 or some shit like that. And this is one of those drives like, hey, we can put them out of the game if we defense get a three and out. And this play happens. The defense gets, I think, two stops. I think this is thirty-eight. Yeah, I'm not too defense. sure. It is. its and this, and this is what this is killer, killer. I would yeah. rather him throw the drag to Evan Egram. but he's not gonna do that. As I'm, a am the way team. I'm his opponent. If he would have to throw it to open receiver, throw to Evan Egram. Not the crosser that was going that was about to go for 50. Yeah. And this is this is also the game I, I I said this was this the penalty game where we was uh where, yes
0: where we had penalty after penalty in the in the end know, zone. Yeah
1: and this is why I couldn't be that mad after the game on the penalties because we gave up plays like this throughout the whole game. The whole game. This was one of four or five plays over 40 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's gonna be three more of these in this gaming. I know people are going to want to blame.
0: yeah, and people are going to get mad at this, right? That we didn't get to the quarterback here. But I mean, the dude got this out in two and a half seconds.
1: <laughs> this is like, like you, you have to have a complimentary defense. My pass rush has to complement my coverage. If my coverage is not going to be there the whole time, I need my pass rush to get there to help my coverage. And my if my pass rush is not going to get there enough time, I need my coverage to help my pass rush so that I get enough time to get to the quarterback. They have to work hand in hand.
0: But also, this is the other side of it. Safety play. Jalen Petrie has not had his best year. We know that Jalen Petrie has not had his best year.
1: That's He's why I, that's why that's why that's why I waited for you to say something.
0: Yeah. Because, all your
1: notes.
0: because one of the things we see here, yes, Tavier Thomas gets cooked at the line. Cooked. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it is what it is. No it one's is no is. one's saying, no one's saying what it I can't even blame him. Because he's doing what he's supposed to do.
1: Oh but no, he's also supposed wait, to have wait 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 wait. wait. I mean, he still job. gets burned. That's he gets cooked. Job. But it's, it's his, he gets cooked. He gets cooked, but like you said, continue. But there is, there's supposed to be a guy back there. There's
0: supposed to be some help right here. And, and Jalen Petrie lets Christian Kirk cross his face. He sees this but he's so locked in on the backfield that he doesn't even realize that his guy has got his skull drug in coverage. He's uh literally four, he's four yards behind him. And by the time he recognizes it, it's too late.
1: Eyes in the backfield. And this is, this is another one of those guys that are not living up to the expectations. Um, if you're watching, be sure to shout out to our guys at Texans 22. Be sure to check out one of their guys' new videos of five things they had right and five things they had wrong. Um, this is something along the lines of, hey, Jalen Patry supposed to be all pro, had the numbers for it. Um, but better defense, better coaching in this system. And he's not living up to the the expectations we had thought he was going to live up to. And so this is another one of those guys like, all right, what's the future of this guy? Is this just a year? Is it the the system? Or is it like, hey, you just need some time to get experience to get your legs up on you? It's one of those interesting situations where throughout the year we're saying, hey, you're 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 not you're not cutting it for the position and the role that you're in this is this is mind you god this is a guy with a c on his chest this is a guy they put on the psls This a guy they put on the billboards and so you have one of these guys that's supposed to be somebody not being the person he's supposed to be and that's why i give credence to the david pearson because i understand like he's not being a guy he's supposed to be and this is another person that's not being a guy he's supposed to be because a guy a safety on the right side of the field probably if you. If I remind if I remind, he's probably the, the field safety in the situation. And he is the field safety in the situation. He you you have the most you have the most field to cover. But yet you you zone up, you you island up, and you and you stare at the quarterback the whole time. You don't even try to assess the routes that are about to approach into your zone. You're locked into the backfield. And it's crazy.
0: And to play on that point, point a little further, right? Dorian Houston Carson on the other side or whatever this dude's name is over here. He's got he's got to also have this side of the field. He's not single high. Yes, he's the, the, the furthest back safety, but he's not single high here. Like he's got another safety that's supposed to cover the other half of the field. hmm. Like that's what makes this worse. That's what makes me even more frustrated about this play is you can see that he's starting to back up and start to cover. And you can see that he looks, he checks over here real quick with with, with, after he's looking in the backfield, he checks over here to see what Stingley's got with Ridley over here. And then we go a little bit further and we check. He's looking in the backfield. He's seeing what's happening over here. He's not looking at Jalen Petrie who is getting crossed right here. And But he's so locked in, he's missed it. He's checking to see what's happening. And then the throw happens, and look, he's starting to make a break for this side of the field. Why is this safety who's covering the other half of the field reacting before Jalen Petrie does? Right? And, yes, we know he's supposed to be a guy. Shout out to Texan22. Go watch that video if you haven't. It's great content. Leo and VT are putting out great stuff out there.
1: Go to the guys.
0: Shout out to the guys over there at Texans Twenty Two. Go watch their stuff. Top fire content over there. Go watch it. But this is that. This is one of those things that makes you kind of understand why Jalen Petrie isn't living up to that hype that we had kind of expected from him from last year. And I know some of that hype is because we were really, really bad in the linebacker position next year or last year, and that was that was kind of helping to feed into his, his great play. But also as VT likes to kind of state, Jalen Petrie was in the box 288 times last year, and he's only been in the box 280 or not even 200 times this year. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's on pace to have, what is it? T- like 218 times in the box this year. Like we're not even using him in the right spot. So of course he's not playing to the caliber that we were expecting him to play. But by God, man, that can't happen. Can't this, happen. This, this, you cannot. I, I'm sorry. If a man crosses your face like that, if this junk happens,
1: my big ah, like,
0: oh, that's
1: frustrating. I don't, I don't know what coverage he's going into, just based off of depth and the other safety on this play. I don't know what. Cause it looks like, if anything, we're in cover two, man. Cause my corners locked up on either outside receivers. Cause twenty one doesn't doesn't pass off. Uh, Was that Zay Jones? He's he's manned up. He's going. Mm, he's, I'm in his hip pocket. Yeah, yeah, I'm in his hip pocket. So we're in man. We got Stingley. Oh,
0: man, maybe yeah. You got Stingley
1: getting burnt. We got Stingley getting burnt. We're not going to talk about that. Well, we already did because I I asked him to throw it. What you talking about? He's not getting burnt. Who's that? Who's that with the white white sleeve? Right here. This is Stingley. Oh my bad, Cashman. Cashman's getting. I'm so upset. I'm 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 over here blaming the wrong players. (laughs) I'm over here putting all to the wrong players. My man Cashman getting cut. He's a linebacker. I'm not expecting him to lock up a a goddamn slot corner, a slot receiver. Is any anywho, but it's like. One of one of my what what coverage is he is he in? Because I know D'Amico didn't ask for a safety to just cover one half of a field, and Houston Carson, especially Houston Carson, co- cover half a field. So I'm thinking my other safety that's at the same or around the same depth as that other safety will understand. Hey, like Modric says. If this the deepest receiver crosses your face, you have to go with him. To me, to me, what I think happened, he got crossed up because I'm looking at this route now. I'm thinking Christian Kirk sauce his ass up. I might have to see another, the the, the tight view. I think I see him stem up a little bit thinking, oh, I'll bet he's going to break outside. But uh
0: I don't think we see it in the tight view, but I understand what you're saying. No, that's not what happens here. He doesn't get humed out of the, out of his socks. Uh
1: oh, we don't see it. We don't see it. I know he stemmed up for a step, but that shouldn't be anything for Petrie to still stare in the backfield.
0: He's already past him at this point. Like he's already gone.
1: So it's like, bro, wait, what
0: Pete, like this isn't at? Pete, like, I mean, at? you can see it. You can see where Chris he's past him here. He's already there. He, like he's already past him.
1: Bird barbecue chick.
0: This, and this is the type of stuff that like frustrates me. Right. Is because I know we've watched Jalen Petrie make this play. Look, he's in the, he's in the middle of the field literally
1: direct middle
0: he's in the middle of the field if i'm if, if this is me if i'm looking at this as a quarterback the first thing i think is this is cover 2 man especially when i see all those guys going and following right when i see once i see once i see, my, here, once I see the I see two it.
1: safeties uh uh get depth and the outside corners lock up i know it's cover 2 man you know I know this I've, I've heard the QB coaches tell the fucking QBs the whole time about this shit so once you locked. see the two locked open
0: open and this is what's frustrating right this is why we get frustrated with the Texans and we wonder why this game got away from us we could have won this game yes we could have won this game with a couple clicks yes we could have won this game with a couple of, ki- yes, uh, uh, a couple yes. of stops but yes, this we could have won the game if the referees
1: win. didn't call a couple flags.
0: Yeah. yeah, but even with all of that, we still could have won this game.
1: If we don't give up four to five plays of 40-plus yards. Because we have now, a safety in the middle of a field and cover two. Yeah.
0: And not even covering his half of the field. Not even
1: cover half of his fucking field.
0: And, but this stuff is what gets me upset. This stuff is what we need to talk about, right? And this is why we are in the position we're in. This is why we're losing games. But the it's hunks. okay. This is why we're in the hunt. But again, we aren't supposed to be here. Correct. We aren't Correct. supposed to be in this position, this is, ladies this and gentlemen. Year.
1: This, is year, this
0: year was not supposed to be that year. but it's, So it's okay. I want them to learn this year. But at the same time, the man with the C on his chest should not be making these mistakes. Nice. It is what it is. All right, let's move ahead to the next play. Hopefully, you guys got to see something out of that. But let's see what's going on with this play.
1: Nice. Blade. And I
0: already, I can already tell you what I don't like about it. Nice. Blade. I know people, I know people are going to get upset here because they're going to say Laramie Tunsil got cooked by Josh Allen. Why did not he pick him up?
1: That's well, a third down too. Yeah,
0: Oops, third down. Right. That's what they're saying. He's, he's going to get he got cooked. Uh, But we know that the linemen are supposed to take the most inside man that the tackles are.
1: So he did what his, he did what he was supposed to do. Well, let me elaborate on that for slide protections. And for certain situations in this situation, we got five on five. We got them. They're dogging the line. They're sending their dogs on the line in this situation. A old O-line knows I have to take the most inside, man. If everybody's hat on hat and we could take go to the tight view and to, uh, stop it right at the um uh, uh, beginning of the play, we can see every man has a man accounted for. Except for these two linebackers, which the left side of the line has to figure out and decipher. Shout out to my running back being on the left side. Let's see if he figured out how to pick her up. But, hey, guys, remember, we have a rookie quarterback that still has to decipher all of this shit. And we have a fourth, fifth string center, who's also supposed to be deciphering all of this. And so this is just a mental lapse, just like the last play, another mental lapse from players that need to step up. We actually not, the act line lot. is actually being dogged by six right here. One, two, two three,
0: three, four, four five, five six.
1: six. So we got five linemen and a running back. And so we have to block and fit up all of these. And mind you, this is what third and 12, 30 and 15. And so Something like that. So this is this is just about ba- and beautiful. Beautiful. We motion the running back out. So this is one of those moments where this is a this is a rookie OC rookie quarterback mental blunder for the down and distance and the situ- the situation in the drive. This is a mental lapse on two people—the quarterback and the OC. I give my ordinance on the OC because he's supposed to know better. Don't put your quarterback in a situation like this, especially your rookie quarterback in a situation like this. Because yep. it's they run—they do rush six, right? But a fucking safety is the sixth one, not the two linebackers dogged on the line.
0: Just this guy, A back, Aloukan backs off. Everybody else goes. And At this least. this DB right here, good
1: <laughs> Exotic play call. You need it versus a rookie quarterback. Because a vet would have know. go go back to the beginning of the play. A vet would have saw this and said, Yeah, I'm cutting the play. I'm not motioning my running back out in this situation. And if I'm rushing, if I'm motioning out the running back, and this is probably what Bobby and CJ learned. I'm going to use that fucker as my hot route. Yep. I'm going to throw whether or not you just sent your off, outside linebacker on a blitz in 41. He actually put his hand in the dirt. So what CJ is supposed to do is tell, hey, hey, Devin, Be don't ready. go for that route. Be ready. Exactly. Be ready. Because I would have thrown it to Devin in that situation. But Down in distance moment in the game, those experience moments come to fester. You got a rookie quarterback and a rookie OC that the moment got better because it's third and 15, it's third and 12. Why are we running this type of play on third and 12? But and we slip, takes to the right.
0: (sighs) And it's this, and this is this is why I'm a little bit more frustrated, right? I know everybody's talked about how Singletary has been good, and a lot of people have dogged Petrie. I know this is going to be a longer episode, but I really wanted to touch on this. Not Petrie, uh, Pierce. Pierce. One of the things that I have noticed is this. And, and Singletary should notice this as well, right? We've As, got a, vet. Yes, as a vet. he's a
1: vet. You're supposed to know this,
0: Singletary. He is going to get blitzed from... That side, we know someone's coming most likely. And if even if somebody doesn't come from that side, 100%. we know something that, that looks like somebody's coming there. So either I need to block, I need to chip to give CJ a little bit more time, or I, I need to
1: be ready. be ready sooner to give. And CJ
0: here's the problem why did he just turn around? CJ's already been sacked. This ball wouldn't have made if but. This ball wouldn't have made it to him. He he never eight. got it.
1: It's third and 8. So, it's no. still a Oh, that's yeah,
0: 38. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it's third and 8. So, he's here, he's at the, he's at the spot. He could have got the ball and he could have gone. Got that first down. If his running back was ready or if he blocks this up, but he's not ready. And that's the thing that that's the thing that frustrates me is it's if you're going to motion him out, be ready on the hot route. To me, what it seems the hot route is, is Robert Woods.
1: That's the first read. It's not even the hot yeah, route. That's it's the first what, read. Yeah.
0: But he doesn't even have time to look at his first read. Because has got It's <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, we got five blocking.
0: But we all know this, right? The, the best way to beat the blitz is to throw at the blitz. Come on, bro. Like you're not even ready. Be ready. These are the types of mistakes young teams make that they're still learning, right? The you would expect this team to be five and seven
1: at this point,
0: not seven and five, which we
1: were right. So, hey, um, also before we move on, uh, George Famp, I know you might not be listening, but some even members say, say they. Players do be watching this shit. So if you're watching this shit, I swear to God, if you get my QB killed again and don't pick his ass up, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no way you not telling the entire O line. Cause it, I, I don't think Laramie's, I don't know what Laramie's doing. Cause I, I need my entire O line to pick up for my goddamn quarterback. I know you, I know people got whooped on this play, but have some goddamn respect for yourself and protect your brother. He ain't wrong. He's not Why? wrong. Somebody should be at him right now, helping his motherfucking ass up. Jesus Christ.
0: Also, shout out to Juice for uh, pancaking a dude, and, but at the same time, nearly getting Laramie messed up. Uh, shout out to Juice there for that.
1: Can't wait till you play center. Look at this. Look at that. I can't wait till you play center.
0: Can't wait. to say, but all that to say this. The reason we brought up this play, the reason this play is here, is because of this. If you're gonna be if
1: whatever that play, whatever the, that is, you motion out your running back, whatever that is, as a vet, mm-hmm. you've been in the what league six years. You played mm-hmm. in Buffalo, you played for Josh Allen. This is your bread and butter. You should know to be ready for the ball. But he wasn't. And because of
0: that, we get sacked and the drive ends. And that's just how that cookie crumbles, ladies and gentlemen. On to the next play. All right. I like it. I like the protection. I like the touchdown in the end. Great touchdown here. What I like about this play the most is, yes, nobody initially gets open here at least that CJ likes, although maybe he could have feathered this ball over here, but don't really like that. Great protection here, walled off.
1: No, that's that's where he could have went with the ball.
0: He could have. Um, for those of y'all that said that Josh Allen was whooping Larry Tunsil, uh, I want you to see that that's one-on-one, and he did not whoop him there. Um, great step up in the pocket by CJ. Is that juice over there as the other one? Yep, look at that. Look at so, Juice.
1: I'm so glad you
0: put this player on here. Look at our boy. Look at our boy. But look at the step-up. Look at the step-up, the recognition. Damn. Look at Nico Collins. This is what I like the most about this play is that Nico Collins stays in phase with his quarterback there. He, he understands what's happening. He gets to a spot. He runs with them.
1: gets behind the defense. Easy touchdown. This is the type of shit that made me cry, but this type of shit. This is what you want to see. Look at our old mind. This... Look at his pocket. Look, look. Just Take a pump of silence. <sighs>
0: look, look at that. Look. Ended. Stonewalled. Stonewalled.
1: <laughs> CJ he has can to fi- step up. CJ can file his taxes back there. CJ can eat the after game dinner in that pocket. CJ can take online classes to get his master's degree from Ohio State in that type of pocket. You got to love it when you see great O-line play. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So this is what we've been looking for, right? Great play here. This gets Nico Collins into the end zone. Yes, we probably could have hit. I think that's Brevin Jordan right there. We probably could have hit Brevin. No, yep, it was Brevin Jordan. Probably could have hit Brevin Jordan for a touchdown right there. Yeah, they absolutely could have hit Brevin Jordan for a touchdown there. Um, initially, before he escaped the pocket. But he doesn't make this play harder. Um, in fact, I think this was a harder play than this one. So, oh, it I mean, it, yeah, that's, that's, I, I don't know. I mean, it, he's on the run. He's a guy. He's on he's the run. Guy. Yeah, it means a little bit. It's, it's, it's a good. dot. He dotted him up. But, it's CJ. That's,
1: that's the point.
0: I mean, that's actually a really good play there. I, I really like what CJ did there because he, he forces, is that Cisco? No, who's 23? Loy, maybe, or Luicon. I think it's Luicon. He forces the Luicon up to come to him, which opens up this gap right here. And the rest is done by Nico. You remember what we talked about in that first and the second play where Nico was open? Beautiful. Easy touchdowns. Easy, easy touchdowns, ladies and gentlemen. All right, I think we've gone through this game enough. Let's get to the next game where we actually won and didn't lose. Let's look at this game. And the first thing I want you to notice is my boy number 51. And on the back end, 24.
1: Wait, wait, before we talk about the back end, because we got to talk about our other guy, five. But... I got 51. I got 51.
0: We got a guy.
1: They called him the Terminator. <laughs> well, he, said, he
0: messed up whoever this guy is on that on
1: that. Good grief. Mind you, this play is not supposed to work. That stunt did not stunt. They slat it inside and they picked it up beautifully. Except for one player on that old line. And I was whoever. Whoever had to go against William Anderson Jr.
0: Will Anderson Jr. said, I know y'all are here, but this is my house and I came to play. I came to play, bro. He heard what y'all were talking about when y'all were saying Jalen Carter is better than
1: him. I'm not even going to talk about 96 not giving giving a, like a physical last effort on that pass rush giving your back. I'm not even going to talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that half-hesy spin. Um, but what I'm going to talk about is 51 and 24, because they tried to try you. I said I'm weeks ago more. on the Roundtable Talk, that, and I said weeks ago, if he was able to join in on our film sessions on Tuesdays or Mondays after the game, they will try Derek Stingley to see who he is when he gets back. And it's up to him to make sure that they never try them again, and over the weeks, were you wrapped up four interceptions because mm-hmm. these motherfuckers go try to try you. This is what every DB coach tell you: like to become a lockdown corner, they will try you, and it's up to you to say, "Hey, stop trying me." You have to go to another side of the field. You have to throw it to it. You got to scheme open another receiver because I'm seatbelt clamped up over here. But I will talk about number five. Taking what type of angle again? Can I get this wide view again? Because I, I I remember this play, but I forgot if he had cover three coverage. You diagnosed
0: I, that pretty quick, but it's I don't know about that angle.
1: I'm trying to figure out. Well, he jumped forward first. Is he looking at the tight? I forgot. Is this the one where I was like, is he supposed to be the deep safety on uh cover three man look?
0: Uh, he's where his eyes again.
1: His eyes is on the tight end. Well, originally the eyes was on the tight end in the backfield. So that's why I'm like, all right, maybe he had the tight end on that. Cause at the beginning of the play, the tight end acted like he was blocking then peeled off late. So, he baited the uh that was a good bait by the safety. That's not good. If that's the play call, that was a good play call by what's his name, Mommy. Um, Payton. Payton.
0: Oh, oh, Sean Payton,
1: yeah. Sean Payton. Good play because he, he baited the safety. Remember, we talked about teams watching film and starting to you know, no, like tendencies. Yeah. And so one of the tendencies is hey, our safeties look at bucket running backs and tight ends the whole time. So if you want to get a safety to bite, do a little play action, do a little, little mesh, do a little tight end, lock on to the line for max protection and peel out. You might get a get a safety to to stick in when he's not supposed to.
0: Yep, and he's he didn't even look at the tight end. He's looking at in the backfield the whole time. The whole time, whole time. He, he didn't look at anything else. Look, you could see his eyes.
1: Yep, I'm again the helmet's it. perfect. Yep, perfectly straight. Yeah. So maybe it's take a full all season. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's gonna yeah, take a full all season.
0: Yeah, but you know what's interesting here? This is this is what I wanted to really talk about here. This is Cortland Sutton. This is Derek Stingley. Last year, when Derek Stingley went up against Cortland Sutton, he had a bit of a problem. I, I think y'all remember that. Uh, uh, Cortland Sutton kind of kind of mm-hmm. put in work. Derek a little Stingley. Bit. A little bit. Uh not this
1: game. No. Stride for stride. For stride for stride. Took that ball away. I'm here. Try that shit again. See what
0: It's not, it ain't gonna work. At the same time, uh Will Anderson Jr. said, I am him and I am here. Told y'all this is gonna be a little bit longer of an episode, so uh I know you you stuck stuck with us for the first hour. We're going. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go for two hours like that. But we are gonna. We are gonna pick up the pace a little bit. First Broncos play. Good stuff. Let's look at this play now. This right here. This particular play is why I want people to get Damian Pierce's name out of their mouth in the wrong way. Because this should have been six. Had Nico Collins not been blown up and thrown
1: into into. Him. That's crazy. And the reason you right. say this, hey bro, hey, singleton, if he's a free agent, I'll pick him up. I need that type of energy on my on in my linebacker room. Cause that's that's a guy. And he talks that's this shit. It. I want y'all to see him talk shit to Nico as he throws him into the blocker to stop the touchdown after this play. I want to oh, yeah, yeah, Nico, yeah. That's a real football player on the other team. Wake up. Yeah. Yeah. But the reason I
0: really wanted you to we have talked a lot about Damian Pearson not being able to see the gaps, seeking contact, not being able, uh, so on and so forth. This play ain't that. Follows his blockers, sets them up perfectly. Look at this. He lets this play develop. This dude ain't going to catch him. This is the perfect gap. He he's done exactly what he's supposed to do.
1: I just didn't expect my wide receiver to get power lifted into me.
0: That's that's not. He didn't play badly there. Let's get that. Let's get that right. He did not play badly.
1: There. Oh, I see why Nico took it. Took uh, took. Hey, <laughs> go back to the wide <laughs> Hey. Hey, Nico made a business decision because I'm not gonna lie. Forty nine came with ill intentions down that line. Ill intentions. Nico made a conscious decision. That man is coming full head of steam, and I'm—he is stronger than me. Yeah, he he takes that step back. He doesn't—he doesn't engage fully. You know, um, <laughs> in football they say to you either the hammer or the nail. Nico was that nail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's Ooh, okay to admit. If Nico takes the blocking towards him, maybe this turns into something. Oh, we don't know. Uh, but we do know Nico. Uh, get in the weight room. That's we yeah,
0: gotta N- Nico, you got to hit that weight room, my bo- My boy, because that's six. That's six. If he oh, and Pierce knows it.
1: Pierce knows it. And you know he knows he it. Get he gets tell me have those options. Yeah,
0: but but this is the play. This is one of those plays that I wanted to show y'all. This is not bad, Damian Pierce here. He sets this up perfectly.
1: Shout out to Noah Brown for good seal block.
0: Noah Brown, good block here. Uh we get good blocking from Beck. We get this is and this is one of those plays where we know the Texans know. Let me look at this. You could say he could cut up here. That's not what he's got to do. He's actually followed the right block. It doesn't matter. I, we're we're not Monday morning quarterbacking here. This is the perfect run. He's doing this right. Y'all ain't gonna tell me he that Singletary was gonna make this this a touchdown. Nah. No,
1: nobody's, nobody's making a touchdown. Yeah, Nico Collins throwed into <laughs> it. It is what it is. But Good this run, is, though.
0: Good run. This is a good run. This is a good run and we need to acknowledge that. And this isn't a rare good run. This is a good run from him that he's been trying to do all year, but he has been hindered. We'll talk about that later. All right. All right. Next play.
1: And there it is. Oh, let's get to the tight view of this. Pause it. Can, can the can the class tell me where Jalen Petrie's lined up? If you draw a certain 4 f- f- sided shape, it looks like he's in the box in some way or fashion.
0: Hmm. <laughs> yeah, we call that a box safety. In and, some in some instances, we call it a
1: star. You know, and we will. What happens when? Jalen Petrie plays in the box. It's, it's, well, let's look at what let's look at what
0: number 33 has happened to him. Yeah. That's what happens I when Jalen Petrie is in the box.
1: I know his whole right side hurt. I know his whole <laughs> right side hurt. He landed. Ladies right- and gentlemen,
0: we have been lining up Jalen Petrie not in the box for God knows what reason uh quite a bit this year and we have been trying to make him a cover safety. He ain't that. That's just not it. That's not who he is. This, that right here, this violence that we see from him, let me go back two seconds. Let me go back a bit, because I need y'all to see something real quick. That right there, what you just saw happen right there, that is who Jalen Petrie is. Jalen Petrie is that guy that makes a dude bounce off the turf. Jalen Petrie is that guy that makes running backs fear him because they know he's coming for them knees quickly. That that is what you want. Look at that. Two two captains right there. Third one over there. Fourth one right here. Man, a meeting of the captains. Good grief. That's what you want to see. But for some reason, we keep playing them up here. I know the players and the coaches, they don't listen to me. I ain't big enough for that. And if y'all are listening to me, I am not trying to be critical of y'all, but put put the star in his place. And when I say star, I need y'all to understand, I am not calling Jalen Petrie a superstar player in the league. I'm saying star. Put him in the star safety position because that's what he is. He is a star. He's a box safety. Put him back there. Let him be in the box. Let him do what he did to 33 right there. I think we all, oh, you said all we need to say about that play. And so we went from that good play
1: to this. And this is the drawbacks (laughs) of having him be in the box and having to play in coverage because he can get schemed up to go against one of the top receivers in the league and get made to be like barbecue chicken. Well, also doesn't help, my entire D-line allows Mr. Wilson to sing Sierra songs in the shower in the middle of the field because of how open and much space he has,
0: they allowed him to be Mister
1: Unlimited. Mister Unlimited, time in the pocket to throw this dot. Because I, I don't think, I don't think he's touched. I don't think he feels a slight pressure. But you know, that's like a fly in the house. You just gotta swat at it a little bit, and it's gonna shoot away. Just like that pressure was, it just shoot away. Because Mr. Unlimited had a limited time to throw this goddamn ball. I mean. 79 has, I think, Heinish or another D-tackle in the Gulag. My man Heinish gave up because he's double-team, just like any other D-tackle would have happened on pass rush. Oh, I'm double-team. There's two people against me. Yeah, I'm not getting there.
0: I think that's Hider on the other side, yeah.
1: And then I have two edge rushers that are getting. We got one, no memes
0: on this line.
1: We got a defensive end that's getting blocked by a tight end. Two. <laughs> this is a NFL tight end, fifty-six. I know somebody came in the chat one day and said he needs to be off the team immediately. <laughs> and and I understand. they weren't wrong.
0: Look, I will never take money out of a man's pocket. But I had to take money out of his pocket because that's no good. You can't have that.
1: I'm going to tell that man to pick up a call sheet, pick up a headset with no mic on it. You know, they have those. If we didn't know, there's people with headsets and there's people with headsets with mic on it on the field. He just needs to be one of the people with just a headset on. Just see the day-to-day, see what's being said because you're not getting blocked by two ends right now as a defense, NFL defensive end. I know that's not the case. But back to Jalen Petrie being on one on one coverage with Cortland Sutton. Shout out to Sean Payton for scheming this up. Because that motion yep. caused them to roll over protection. And as you see, you saw the play one on one with what, Cortland Sutton.
0: And what we got right here is a Madden picture poster. <laughs>
1: It is what it is. Can you show? I need to see one more time for the wide view. Let me see what my other safety is doing. Doing all he can because he's a cover. He's a one safety high that has to cover anything that goes deep.
0: Unfortunately, the only thing that went deep is this.
1: Oh, there goes hmm. my other safety, buddy. What's ha- oh, you're getting burnt? <laughs> it is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. You get a flag. This is the worst part, too. We can go on after this. You get a flag, and you still didn't stop the play from happening. You got passive yep. fears Petrie, and he still scored a touchdown. It is what it is.
0: Let's get on to that next play. And I think this next play is the best play that we see from the night. And while, while we're looking at this, I wanted to address this. Uh, again, follow the guys, Texas 22 here. Uh, Petrie should have probably been all pro, at least pro bowler last year. He was a star as a rookie, Correct. right? Um, right. But they're not using him right this year, and I, I got to agree. They're not using him right. They're putting him in, in, in a disadvantageous situations. But let me tell you who is being used right this year. 2-4. Clamps. Lockdown. This is Cortland Sutton, the same man who torched him last year is saying, oh, oh, Lord.
1: He's trying. Was... <laughs>
0: he said,
1: give me that. And I swear to God, if another Adelis that hasn't been in the defensive meeting room how many years said Jalen Peachy was playing a coverage. Now nah, he bit hard shit <laughs> on that double move. Love you, Baldy, but that ain't and it. Got, and got saved. Suck off, him. Uh he got saved big by and the only reason I say this as well because Stigley also leaves his area because the receiver on that side of the field also runs a double move as well, and he ends up open at the end of this route.
0: Fam, this is cover two man. This is cover two man. and the way you know it's cover two, man, is because look at the other half of the field. Remember, this is a leverage game. We this is the middle of the to be field right here.
1: We supposed to be
0: look at the other half of the field. Look at what they're doing. He's on him. This is supposed that's that's cooked. That's a actually this might just be cover two zone.
1: This is where He just
0: realized it. Yeah, this he just recognized. Nah, he's cooked. Just helped him out. It is what it is.
1: We're supposed to get cooked on this play.
0: But it wasn't. He shot, was not cooked. Shot, he man. was not, in fact, burnt toast.
1: Top three pick, baby.
0: Mine yoink. Good job, Jimmy Ward, to say, get off my boy.
1: I need more defensive pressure. I don't know what the fuck was it. What in
0: was it? reality, in reality, here, we should have been cooked twice.
1: That's what's that's what we're supposed to get cooked on this play, bro. Look, not only on this, but right here. That's why I said at the <laughs> that's why said Stigley's area at the bottom <laughs> of the field. That's why I said it's not a dope. This is this, this is not a coverage look. This is not all Jalen Peterson was playing the playing the underneath. No, this was a savvy vet savvy play by Bucket Steagley. Gambled like all right, I know it's going to throw it to the open receiver. Because he left his area that he was supposed to be covering.
0: Ball hawk. That's all you got to say about that. And the reason that's so good is because we said that Stingley ain't
1: it. He's a bust. Man, bro, get 96 off my team, bro.
0: Cut the chatter, boys. Anytime you want to call a player a bust before he's had a chance to actually play, stop it. Stop it. Will Anderson putting some... Why is he the only man in the backfield?
1: He ain't doing shit. He ain't
0: done nothing, but we could.
1: That entire D-line was getting fucking work.
0: Good grief. All right. Let's look at this game.
1: Lordy, Lordy, into the oh, jets. this, It's another one. Here's it go. Here we go again, guys. Here we go again. This is uh this was like at the end of the <sighs> I'll
0: let this... you I'll let you go into your soliloquy. Uh go ahead and keep talking. What you what you see in here?
1: Is this the one where... this is where we're trying to make a drive. We're trying to do something. Um this is the third down-ish play, fourth down-ish mm-hmm. play. Right. Third down. So just like the last game that we were we were looking, they're dogging the line again. So I, I have to tell, I have to have a hot route, I have to do something. Am I gonna keep singletary in to block? Or am I gonna tell him to be my relief hot route? And if I don't, what's my first read? As we find out, first read is a five yard out that takes a second to develop. And singletary is blocking. So we have no real close route option close to CJ on a dog-line look. Let's see what happens. They send everybody. Everybody gets sent. So that means at the beginning of the play, we know everybody is mad. So somebody has to get open.
0: I want to look at this from here because this is this is why I've been. I know a lot of y'all love Singletary. <laughs> why is Singletary trying to help
1: Fant? Hey, yeah, bro. We have no real RB ones on this team. That's true. We don't have an RB one on this team. See but one the of Army? the problems
0: with Singletary is he's not great in
1: pass protection. And that's to the point of Secretary wasn't brought here to be an RB1. He was not brought here to be an RB1. So technically, we technically don't have any RB1s on this team. Nope. Nope, we have two
0: RB2s on this team.
1: We got one that's that's RB3-ish about to get off the team. And we got another one That couldn't last on a team, because of the same problems he's having here now in pass protection. Yes, he can catch out the backfield. Yes, he can make some moves on a good zoned up play, but shit like this, I can tell you right now. I've bet many a running back coach, all line coach and coordinator. They'll tell you, eight times out of ten, the reason why a running back won't see the field is because shit like this. Eight times, eight out of ten times. Because of shit like this, you're doing this shit on pass pro. You're doing shit like this on pass pro. This is why you don't see the field as much. But without you running, right
0: now, I'm gonna tell you right now. If running, yeah, you're right. If a running backs coach pauses the film and looks at me and sees my hand like this, <laughs> and sees my quarterback like this, crazy. Yeah, so I'm going to address this question straight up off the bat. Alpha, no, I would go get uh, uh, Josh Jacobs. I, I would go get him instead. Less injury prone, uh, could get you pretty much the same production. He's had pretty good production his entire career, um, and he'd go off in this system, like absolutely go off. And I would also draft one late round. And I don't think we keep Devin Singletary. I think he goes off and gets money elsewhere, somewhere most likely. Um not
1: gonna lie to you. so
0: that if we can keep him and have Pierce and have Josh Jacobs, I'm
1: doing it. Hey, I'll fuck not gonna lie to you. I'll go get Saquon, to be honest with you. That's a it's a preference thing. I like Josh Jacobs too. I'll have either one. But Saquon was their offense the last three years. And they went to the playoffs last year. All oh, Saquon back. And if Saquon could just do that again with less less usage here, yeah. Yeah. We have a CJ, not a Daniel Jones. I get it. I also want to welcome everyone
0: in from Twitter, and I want to welcome everyone in who's watching. Thank you all for, for watching the stream. I know you all have been with us for a while.
1: So Now you Thank got you. me thinking. Saquon Barkley or Josh Jacob in this goddamn office? We'll talk oh. about that.
0: We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. But let's, let's get on to the next play because – it's it's it's
1: devastating to me. that one just like comes it. down to a horrible big's pickup and we didn't have a proper hot route. So this is week nine of my gripes with the D'Amico Ryan's defense. And one of my gripes is this and how we we're passing off. Responsibilities and cover three. If we're going to be a base cover three team, where most often than not we're running some type of cover three zone, cover three or quarters look, most of the time it's cover three. Uh, we have to have linebackers and DBs that can pass off cover three responsibilities and pass pass coverage, pass pass the situations. So, this is a I give a four, three hand claps to Nathaniel Hackett for watching so much film and for coaching like his goddamn lot. His job was on the line because the this the plan, the game plan they have for his fucking chef's kiss. If this is not one of the most beautiful cover three beaters I've ever fucking seen, my man plays on every person on that side of the field's responsibility. From the motion to the cornerback taking its outmost receiver to the safety having to pick up somebody to the tight end coming in underneath because they know the linebacker is going to just get deaf and not get uh uh horizontal, so there's a giant void on the right side of the field. And this is like the third or fourth play on this drive, so this is he's been brewing this play. so he's this, this been like, All right, I'm gonna pull this play out at some point in time. And then leads to a horrible tackling by our defense once again. This is a beautiful play call. Beautiful play call. Probably mass protects. Oh no, they did a offset pulley guard for pass protect. Oh yeah, they that's a beautiful play call by Natalia Hackett. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yes, he's a dumb fuck at times because whatever he was doing for the Broncos was the Broncos last year. But hey, that man got some plays in that goddamn playbook.
0: Yep. Uses number 10 here to clear out this area. Uses this guy to clear this guy out. Knows he's gonna drop back, knows he's gonna drop back since there's nobody over here. He's dropping back. He's kind of watching the backfield here. Block this wall, this off
1: over here. I'm, I'm block going this to off over all, here. All your tendencies. Every tendency you have, every rule that you have as a defense. I'm I'm going to play against that on this pl- beautiful.
0: And you know what's the worst bit about this? I know there's a lot of Texans fans, and we're gonna have a little bit of a discussion here. We gotta quit disrespecting teams just because of the person who's back here. You wanna know why we keep getting roasted by no-name quarterbacks? Because offensive coordinators and teams recognize our tendencies, and they are playing against them. He wasn't. He he wasn't really throwing the ball deep. He didn't have to.
1: I got tight ends and receivers that could rip it for forty. Not tight I have one tight end and one Garrett Wilson that's going to rip it for thirty to twenty yards.
0: And don't yeah. forget Brees Hall. Oh, everybody <laughs> who wants to talk about Brees Hall, not in Brees Hall as a running back is he is the next Alvin Kamara. He is your next uh, Austin Eckler. He is your next. He's your next receiving threat. That's what he does. That's it. That's I haven't been fantasy. That's what this dude does. This dude right here is your receiving threat. And look at this. Caught. Uh, free 20 yards right there.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. He had 86 yards versus us. He had 30 the last game. twenty-five the game, 24 the game before. 50 the game. The, he had
0: f- <laughs> How many receiving yards did he have?
1: He had 86 yards versus us.
0: Mm-hmm. How many rushing yards do you have?
1: He had only 40.
0: Mm-hmm. He has not got he, all year. Go back and look at all year. He hasn't had a lot of rushing yards, his receiving yards though. That's where he's gotten his bread and butter. That's what they've used him for all year. That's what they use him for his rookie year. I want to talk, touch on this point here with that alpha brings up here. My boy alpha shout out to him. Subscribe to his channel if you haven't already. Um, fire Call of Duty content that he puts out. Um, Yes, I do think we have a better O-line than the Giants. Um, I know ours is not that great. I I think they're better in pass protection. Um, But Barkley or Jacobs could be nasty here. I think Jacobs would be even nastier because I think he hits gaps better than Barkley. That's just my thought, though. Either one would be great. I think Jacobs would be a little cheaper than Barkley. Barkley's name makes him a little bit more expensive, in my opinion. Um, But Nathaniel Hackett was calling a heck of a game. Let's just be real. He called a heck of a game against us and made us look dumb. All right, let's get to this next play. We want to talk about Damian Pierce. VT, if you're in this chat with the Texans 22, I need you to look at this play. Because you called this out and stated that, and I love you, my boy. We're all, we're all, we're all friends. We're brothers here. But you said that he ran into... He said he ran into his own blocker. That is not what happened here. Quinn and Williams handled Michael Dieter. It is what it is. He handled Michael Dieter. Damien Pierce spins off. The hole closes because Beck is getting handled himself. And we'll see it better from this angle. And Pierce... Runs into him, which is not what happened. But yeah, nobody won. Nobody wins here. What you see here, Exo, because this makes me mad.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. I see a top three defensive tackle, a guy amongst the guys in the world, in the the NFL right now, taking our center to the fucking woodshed. I'm glad you you paused it right there. Because if anybody in this fucking chat let me know what you're doing as Damian Pierce in this moment. And I wish a motherfucker said go right. So you want me to run over CJ as I'm getting this goddamn ball? He hasn't got the ball yet. He still hasn't got the ball. He but got yet, it just there. Making something out of fucking nothing. What 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 are we supposed to do in this play? Mind you, if the rest of the if Deter blocks his guy, this is a better fucking ran play. Because at a point in time of Everybody fits up their goddamn man.
0: He just got the ball here. He just I, got the ball.
1: Where am I supposed to go as a running back? Mind you, this is a third run play. I think this is, yeah, this is the third or fourth play he got third. this game. This is the third play he got this game. He only got four this whole game. What are we supposed to do with Damian Pierce? I don't know. Because it's not just Damian Pierce's fault. Yes, I give a call. Because we're going to pull up plays where, hey, Damian Pierce, you're taking four steps, but I need you to take one, two maybe max. The reason why you only got five yards in this play and not 15 or 12 or eight is because you took four extra steps. You pigeon-footed it, fuck. <laughs> but My this, bad if you were this listening to Damian not- Pierce, but Jesus Christ.
0: This is this is not this is not a play on Damian Pierce. I know a lot of us are mad because we see Damian Pierce in and we, we're like hey, everybody knows it's gonna happen. Well let me tell you something else that's going on. I would say most of the time you see Damian Pierce running, you're gonna see this guy right here. And uh defenses know that they've keyed in on our tendencies. So everybody knows the run is coming, they crash down. Quentin Williams just crashes down faster. Damian Pierce gets the ball. And where is he supposed to run? At this point, he just got it. Like, he literally just got the ball. Where is he supposed to run? To the outside? Look at that guy. Let me get to to the tight view, because maybe I'm not explaining it very well, right? He had just got the ball and he already had to do a spin move. Where is he supposed to run? What gap is he supposed to hit supposed to hit here, Exo?
1: Let me get let me get my eyes to the front of the line. Let me can you pause it when he's finally fully turned around. Oh. What I, gap need is to, he hit? I need to stop with a dime and break it outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, oh man,
0: no. I don't think people understand. There's only maybe four running backs in the league total that can bounce this ball outside right now. In that
1: moment, my man knew exactly at the moment I gotta get whatever yards I can get as soon as I spent out of a coin because Keenan was supposed to have me dead to rights. After Keywood yep. was did it, give me, I gotta figure out how many yards I could actually get because this run play is fucked now.
0: This is this is as he, he's finished the spin. Where is he supposed to go? Maybe four running backs? Kamara, Barkley, Jacobs, CMC. That's it, maybe?
1: A chain. You gotta speed. A-Chain just
0: break this hole because he's just fast, right? I mean, that's just that's going to happen. I don't even know if it closes down that fucking fast enough. Like, like this is crazy. Like, that's how crazy this is. How's he supposed to? This is trolling, right? This has got to be troll. Right after he got the ball, he's supposed to run into CJ?
1: <laughs> Bro, <yeah. laughs>
0: what are you talking about?
1: As soon as he got the ball, he had to spin because Keenan Williams is in my face. He
0: didn't he didn't make it
1: He tried to go right. I want you, I, here, he look. tried to go right. Look, this he's just got the ball. And Keenan Williams' right arm is on my chest. I'm gonna spin out of it. Because Keenan Williams' dumbass is still trying to tackle me with Michael Dieter in between. Me. Like Etienne's
0: not making that play. No, he's not making that play.
1: Bro, it's even fucking charminess off to me at this point in time because yeah. ain't no way you're supposed to get stuffed three times on the goal line. Ain't yeah, no he, way because he got stuffed the week after that and the week after that. But this
0: is—he definitely does not make this play worse. He
1: doesn't make the play he, like he,
0: made he makes the play as good as it can be because of what happened. And this is—he can't if he, he can't even go right right here. That's the reason he has to do a spin move. Because if he goes right, he bowls into his own quarterback. You don't want him to do that. So he has to spin. He spins. Now where is he supposed to go? He's not even done spinning yet.
1: That right, that right, uh, what's that, Michi? He's not about to sell that goddamn dB's about to, that's crashing inside. 47's about to lose leverage and 77's losing leverage. So where am I going?
0: 47's already been pushed over. He's being pushed over.
1: Look. And we're pausing this this in milliseconds, half seconds. These are half-second decisions.
0: Look, he just finished. This is, I haven't even done a second. I've been on 18 seconds for two clicks. He just finished turning.
1: Where am I going? He hasn't,
0: he doesn't even have a second to make a move. Fans already lost his man. He has no gap. No gap. None. And you want him to bounce this ball outside? Where's he going?
1: Forty-seven lost and seventy-seven lost already. And sixty-three lost at the beginning of the play.
0: Sixty-three. This, this, this—if you put this play on Pierce, I
1: don't know what I don't know what you're doing.
0: There's no way you can put this play on
1: Pierce. No, I do give plays to Pierce. What is his fault? This one is not his
0: fault. This ain't him. This is not him. This is why I. This is why we need to have that discussion, and we're going to have a discussion because this ain't Pierce.
1: Because Pierce actually has justifiable plays where he's fucking go. This is not one of them. This is this is yeah. the only point we're trying to get across. Look, it's his Williams, QB, six his yards QB, yards in the backfield.
0: He has made this as skinny as he can get. Pierce has already done all he can at the beginning of the play to make this as skinny as he can. He can't do anything else here. As a running back, he does not have the ball yet. Right here, he doesn't have the ball. He just got the ball. He just turned away. Keep in mind, he just got hit. So he's keeping his balance. He's looking to see what he could do. He's doing this. In, in milliseconds, there's no he doesn't have anything by the time we want him to bounce this all the way around, knowing that that's just not his strength. That's it's not him, it's not gonna work, it's not gonna work, ladies and gentlemen. Is <laughs> and I believe we'll that it's not even him, this that it's not him business out. He didn't even have a chance on this play. And we're wanting him to make a play that maybe three to four running backs in the NFL can make. Maybe. I'm not even sure Christian McCaffrey makes that play. I'm moving on. That's a, I'm going a to move on.
1: What up? What's that? Man coverage, man on this play. Shout out to our D line.
0: Shout out to the D line. We've had three bad plays. Let's let's get some good going on here.
1: Get some good.
0: Shout out to your boy John Grenard. Got two
1: sacks this game. Good shit. Um, because Will Anderson was getting put through the ringer on this play.
0: (laughs) Will Anderson was
1: was, tried his best on this bitch.
0: He he was doing what he could. But John Grenard said, "I'm here." I mean, he had to go up against two offensive linemen.
1: There, it's, yeah.
0: he got double teamed. Can't wait to get. And John, they said Makai Beckton the third or whatever he is is supposed to be enough. He was not. Yeah. Oh yeah. my bad, he's senior. Uh, Makai, no, he's about to be junior because that's his. Uh,
1: that's his daddy that's right His there. dad now. <laughs> Jeez. Um, he is probably
0: about to get paid. Who is going to pay him?
1: His ass better show up fucking next year, man. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Is he going to stay
0: healthy
1: next year? Is he going to stay productive next year? That's I, my big right Well, he is. has
0: been productive every year. He's been in the league. He's just not I'm been not. healthy.
1: <laughs> that's that's the problem. A, that's such a statistical fucking statement. That is like, exactly. It is. It like is what it those, is. It's like one of PFS shits. First rookie at 300 attempts to pass over 40 yards. Becky yeah. in three, I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> what? It is what it is. It is I what it is. To, I don't need to add all of God qualifiers for a stat yeah. to be a stat. Yeah, he's just never been healthy. <laughs>
0: he's never been healthy. It is what it is. He's probably about to get paid. We're probably about to have him and Will Anderson as our bookends going forward. I, I got to be okay with that. But, hey, get That's these it. boys some DT help, and I'll be fine with it.
1: You might be all right. You might be all right. If we get some DT help, you might be straight. Linebackers. Linebackers going to be linebackers. Here we go. We got guys dropping balls again. But this, like I said, let me – Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let me say – Let me also preface people that was watching that at this point in the game, our team was mentally defeated. They are giving up on the game. And so you are seeing even more lapses. Like, these are regular gripes. Like, all right, the this is where you need to work on. This is where this is bad. But this is also being added upon and multiplied by we don't want to play anymore. We're done playing. We're trying to get the fuck out of Midlife Stadium and get home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And
1: they started you playing You did have like eight
0: it. sacks uh, in 12 games and you see you in an injury. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um... And he had like eight sacks last year too. That's all true. Uh,
1: Notice I don't want to hear it. I want to see he him heard. do it again next year. I've seen same common goes common to, to Nico Collins. Hey, anybody heard of De'Aaron Payne the last couple weeks? <laughs> <laughs>
0: but
1: Hold hey, on. this is something me... that I really wanted to. Let me pull up a list of everybody that got fucking paid and pull up their stats. Continue talking. Well, while,
0: while he's doing that, while he's doing that, I want I want to discuss something. Remember, earlier in this video, we talked about uh, we talked about splitting the field in half, right? And talking about uh, uh, dissecting where the numbers advantage is. Right here we have the line, right? This is the center of the field. Straight up off the bat, I've got one wide out here. I've got one, two, three. Yeah, three dudes on two. Uh, really on one. And over here, I've got three wide. And I've got one, two, three, four, five. Uh, one on three is not very good. Uh, <laughs> three on five is probably, it's not good either, but I would, pref- I would prefer to take uh or, yeah, 3-on-5 over 1-on-3. On I'm probably not going to win on 1-on-3 on here. because uh, Yeah, that's just not good. So we got that going on over here. That's the Notice Davis Mills doesn't even look over here to Brevin Jordan. He looks only on this side of the field because he recognizes that this is probably where his advantage is. That's kind of the thing that we were talking about with CJ Stroud versus uh, versus that that at field I'm seeing what I can see coverage this is where Davis Mills gets that ability to like how he has that ability to, to to correctly see where what side of the field he wants to even play like it makes it easier for him to make reads it makes plays a little bit faster and he made the right throw just Noah Brown who has not caught a ball since he's been back noah Brown can't make it.
1: we should extend Noah Brown a couple weeks ago not no more
0: I think that's all we need to watch in the film we've had a lot of discussion we've talked a lot but now ladies and gentlemen I think it's time
1: that we jump into that's what De'Aaron Payne and Dexter Lawrence
0: they haven't done very much have they
1: yeah, you know, signed fat ass contracts last year. This yeah. offseason season, yeah. So let's talk
0: about uh, let's talk about the next bit here. We've we've talked about all these other things. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. The elephants in the room. First one we want to talk about is injuries. The first injury we already know we want to talk about is Tank Dell. It sucks. He's out. MetLife Stadium, it sucks. Nico Collins being out, C.J. Stroud being out, Will Anderson being out, a lot of our weapons being out. Our number one and number two receiver, we had Schultz out a lot this year already. Uh, You know, (laughs) it's just injury upon injury. George Fant is out. We've had to deal with Larry Tunsell and Robert Woods on the injury report all year. We've just barely had our entire secondary play together for the first time against Denver like good grief injuries they're here they suck it's part of the game yes I know it sucks that tank Dell got injured making a regular football play um and he kind of put himself in that position he uh, we watched that play right XO he wasn't even supposed to be blocking in the middle his man was outside
1: my man got into the mix.
0: Yeah. He, That's why I picked him place, up
1: That's why was... I scouted him Recruited him to U of H And glad he got picked up by the Texans Because shit like that he,
0: little... He's a football player The man went in himself He got up in there and he said I want to be a part of the play I wanted to be a part of it He did it It is what it is Ain't nobody going to say that he didn't do He's not a football player It's Unfortunate he got injured And I think I, think, I don't remember who it was who said it But somebody said it best. Just go ahead, everybody, and admit that you would have rather been someone else who got injured instead of 10. You would have rather it be Mechie. You would have rather be Xavier Hutchinson. You would rather it be uh, Brevin Jordan or Robert Woods or somebody else. Go ahead and admit it.
1: Go ahead and admit it. It's okay. Be a horrible person. Be be a more horrible person than you already are.
0: It is what it is, y'all. It was a football play. Go ahead and admit that you would rather uh, had Jerry Hughes get hurt instead of Will Anderson Jr. Go ahead and admit it. It's okay. It's fine. It is what it is. Go ahead and say that you would rather be Case Keenum or or Davis Mills that you would rather take that hit and that concussion than C.J. Stroud. It's okay. Go ahead. Admit it. Just know
1: it's just football.
0: It's just football. It sucks it happens. But it happened. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. You're right. It's DJ B Enemy who said that. I I agree with him as well. What do you say? DJ B Enemy is the one who said, "Just to go ahead and admit it, that you wanted somebody else to get hurt." And say, Hang up.
1: <laughs> exactly, bro. Go
0: ahead and admit it. It's true. Run. It's just facts. Like I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I know that I wanted Tank Dell to play this whole season out because I think. He would have, him and TJ would have torched the league.
1: He would have been a 1,000-yard rookie receiver. 1,000-yard yeah.
0: rookie receiver, 1,000-yard, we had 2,000-yard receivers at a minimum this year. Go ahead and admit it. It's okay. It is what it is. Let's go on to the next bit, the run game. Leo, uh, if you guys don't follow him, it's Leo is for at Leo is forgiven on uh, on Twitter. Go ahead and follow that man. Good dude. Good follow. He's part of Texans 22. As we said before, go ahead and give Texans 22 a follow uh, uh, on YouTube. They got a great show going on. They got they put out fire content. Um, go ahead and give them a follow. The Run Game. That's that's his name. That's If you see his handle on Twitter, that's that's what you see. You see his name is The Run Game. And what can we say? It's not been great. I know a lot of blame was put on Damian Pierce.
1: Not but the we only saw,
0: problem. we saw he ain't the only problem. Nico Collins getting thrown into you while you're making a run that should be six is not a. That's not a Damian Pierce problem.
1: This is a full. Team problem. This is the entire offense not figuring out how to run the ball. This, on oh, this, is why I said from the beginning. This is a Bobby Slowick problem. This is week what? We're week fourteen, week fifteen. It's
0: week this fifteen
1: now. Week fifteen, and he still hasn't figured out a semblance of a run game. And if another person brings up. The two games we ran against, we ran over 100 yards versus the two bottom-tier rushing defenses in the NFL? Don't ever say we have run games and bring those two fucking games up when it's the worst rushing defenses in the NFL. And let's not not also
0: uh, forget that in the game that we had our best run game, and the Bengals aren't as bad. They're in the bottom 10 of the league, but they're not at – as bad as the Cardinals were, let's not forget that we didn't have Andrew Beck on the field at all. We ran a lot of that stuff out of twelve personnel, eleven personnel, uh, uh, three wide receiver sets, so on and forth, so on and so forth. Like there was, there we was don't gotta no. We don't, back.
1: Back. we don't even got to go personnel. That motherfucker just wasn't on the field. That's it. That's just, it is what it is.
0: And the reason I bring up Andrew Beck is because when Andrew Beck is on the field, he's he's a a tendency. tendency. We know the Texans are probably going to run the ball with him out there.
1: They're going to do some type of dumb shit with him in the backfield or as an overhang. So defenses can key on, oh, 47's in, oh, 70% chance they're going to run the ball or do some type of play action with this fucker in the game. It is what it is. Let's also talk about going back to Bobby. Hey, Bobby. I just told you why. I just told you why
0: there's a yard. (laughs) His his yards after contact versus Singletary's yards. I just told you why. The difference is because when Singletary is out there, more often than not, remember, his numbers have gone up significantly since the, the Cincinnati game. I, the, the reason why is because usually when Singletary is out there, he generally is not running behind back. That is Pierce who generally runs behind back.
1: It's not an obvious running situation. Let's just call it as what It's not an obvious running situation. The defense does, looks at the offense and says, hey, I don't know what they're about to run. I actually really don't. So we have to play what? Honest. We have to what? Play to our gaps. We actually have to read and react. We can't just, oh, they're running the ball, go. But, oh, DP's back there? That motherfucker pass block, but he don't really pass block. And they're not about to throw passes to him. Yeah, he about but, to get the ball. But but hold on. We'll cover that XO when we
0: do our running, our, our running back, our DP video, our Damian Pierce video. When we get there... We'll show you what we mean. Because I want you to re- take my—I vo- don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to see it for yourself.
1: Because I have real gripes for Damien, but I want, both to right. I want it to be just rights. I just want to be like what, justified.
0: When we're watching film, Exo, what is the one thing I always say about Damien?
1: Oh, y'all get north south. I got naughty.
0: God dog. You took too many steps to get too north south. Steps. Every single.
1: It's like, If y'all what watch me watch steps, the film, what, what takes two steps for? uh De- Devin Singleton because this is what you to advance your argument VT and Leo. I don't know who's controlling the, the, the shit right now to advance your argument you could say hey what takes Damian Pierce five steps to do another running back it only got to be singleton another running back takes two or three steps that's wasted movement and wasted and time your, and your elite running backs take one you the, know the cut step that's why I called Damien from the, that that weeks upon. Okay, cool. That's why I, I said weeks upon. Hey, it's not
0: it's, – it's, it's a skill thing. Like, bro, it's,
1: not a, yeah. it's that DP, DP's full problem. It's not his full problem. Yeah. It's yeah. The, back to the run game. Bobby Sloan's inability to figure out a run scheme that works, it's a red flag. It's a problem. Our O line not having constantly one person amongst the inner O linemen Let's let's let me break this down. There's the five O linemen, then there's tight ends, then there's receivers, and then there's the defensive uh, the offensive backfield. All of these guys have to work together for a play to work in the offensive run game. They've already stated this in the offseason. They stated this in the preseason. And they stated this during the season, during the press conference. They need all 11 players to block correctly for players to run. So when you watch film, and when you watch film, and we, it's Damian Pierce's turn, and take an unbiased, un, unhated look at the run play and realize, all right, who fucked up on this play for Damian Pierce not to be able to run? Instead of blaming on Damian Pierce, be like, "All right, what happened for this not to run? Oh, is it the guard allowing the D tackle to slide inside, causing immense pressure? Does it is it the uh, t- the, t- the tight end or the center not getting to the second level and blocking the linebackers that rolled over to cause the TFL? Is it the tight end that gives a lack of physical block backside? Dalton Schultz, any tight end in the tight end room?" Backside to allow a defensive back or a, or a DN, outside linebacker, to trail the line backside to get a TFL or one-yard, two-yard game? Is it, is it my guards not getting their hat play side and getting tossed like rag dolls as soon as they, a running back gets the ball? It, the reason I say this, David Singletary should not have to make all pro moves to get a five-yard game. Damian Pierce should not have to juke three people, do a spin move to get a one-yard game. There's a problem in the run game on a scheme ph- philosophical level why this shit is not working in week 15. That's where the conversation would be. It shouldn't be, oh, it's Damian Pierce fault why this shit is No, it's week 15, and we don't have a running back to have 100 yards in consecutive games. We don't have a running back to have over 100 yards. And two consecutive games, like there's, it there shouldn't this it shouldn't be this bad where we have 80-yard rushers spent between three people. That's a problem. Our running back shouldn't be our quarterback shouldn't be the leading rusher for five games out the season. We have a run game, full run game problem. This is not on run player. This is on the entire offense' inability to figure the shit out. Somebody's fucking up. Everybody's fucking up, and the people in charge of getting it right or not getting it right. And
0: that leads to the next point. Minimal mistakes. There are so many minimal mistakes that we continue to witness in the film. Not just minimal ones, right? Not these little like, uh, oh, he just, I, I took a bad step. In that. No. We saw it with Petrie. Eyes in the backfield let's Tavia Thomas just get smoked badly. It is what it is. Like that's a middle mistake. Um, The middle mistakes of not, and we see up, we saw it in the Atlanta game where uh, uh, D'Amico Ryan's doesn't call timeout on that play. Like he should have so that his defense can get a breather, which would have allowed a little bit more help for us. Helps us win that game. Right. Mental mistakes like throwing the ball backwards that CJ makes in the Jets game because he's getting pressured too much, right? Mental mistakes like Dieter just getting handled. I mean, like these are these are mental mistakes that we're making. Noah Brown not concentrating to catch the ball, letting it hit him in the face mask, and then laying on the field, right? Mental mistakes like Will Anderson getting frustrated and hitting uh, and getting a late hit call on the quarterback, right? These are mental mistakes that lose us games that get us in bad situations. And this isn't just on players. It's on coaches as well. We're seeing it full phase. Part of that is because we're a young team, but it's not just the youth that's doing it. It's the vets as well. So, one of the things I definitely would like to fix going forward is the mental mistakes, getting rid of them, stopping them. You know who else was a young team that made it to a Super Bowl and had mental mistakes, uh, but they made it to a Super Bowl? Uh, the Rams, and they with Jared Goff. You're and
1: to uh, is that you? Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, and uh, the uh the Bengals. Both of those teams are young teams that made mental mistakes. They were making mistakes. If you think those teams were perfect, you're crazy. Like they were, they were elite, they were really, really good teams, but you didn't expect them at the beginning of the season. You weren't saying they're were making the Super Bowl. And they did because they started eliminating the mental mistakes. That's where we need to be. We're making them now. That's okay. We weren't supposed to be here. Keep making them now while we're not supposed to be here. But next year when we're supposed to be here, I need those mental mistakes to stop. And that's what I got to say about that.
1: For the mental mistakes for me, pretty much you hit hit the nail on the head for a lot of them. Um, we are at a point where well, a couple weeks ago we were at a point where we stopped having those low-level expectations for the team and started having the real expectations we have for this team. We went from, hey, we hope they get five wins. We hope they get eight wins. We hope we get, they get hope, hopefully ten wins. They have a great year for ten wins. They luck out. And we turned that into, hey, I need y'all to make a playoffs because we can we have a chance at the playoff push. Y'all playing good enough in the league for y'all to win games. Y'all, are, we are at a point in time where teams are not beating us. We are beating ourselves. And so that's a good thing. This is a, this is a good thing for a young team to have. There are many times y'all watch the NFL football where y'all seen – Teams have young quarterbacks, and their first or second year, they win 500 or a little bit over 500. Like, oh, they're going to be a good team. They made some key mistakes, lost a couple of close games. We are literally in that moment where people around the league are seeing us like, oh, yeah, we're the next ones up. We're the next team to make that next step. And so we got to take it upon us that, like, we're not the fucking players and shit, but we're going to take it on as the they have to – take that next step in order to be regarded as, as teams. Like we can't have linebackers shooting the wrong gaps on run fits to allow running backs for a eight, nine yard game. We don't need linebackers to bite on play action plays, allowing tight ends to rip for 20, 30 yards versus Jag games. We shouldn't have safeties biting and having eyes in the backfield uh, during um, Obvious passing downs to allow 50, 80-yard bombs. Offensive side, we shouldn't allow uh, slide protections to not pick up secondary late. Lady of the play blitzes. We shouldn't have receivers dropping the balls like you bitch. We shouldn't have these mental mistakes. We shouldn't have a quarterback having to rely on the center to call the call the protection. That's a center five. We shouldn't have these mental mistakes going to year two. And so that's been the detriment for most of these games. As we we watch the film and really, if you take a second after post game, take a second to reflect and really think about it. Like oh. Really did have a lot of mental mistakes. That was me during the Jaguars game. It took a motherfucker to tell me we had four plays over forty yards ago against our defense for me to realize. Oh, I can't even blame the refs no more. That's how you lose a game where two hundred mm-hmm. damn or two hundred yards was accounted for in four plays. Four plays accounted for most of that motherfucker's yards,
0: and you still minutes. almost won the game.
1: And we still almost won the game. Mental mistakes made us lose that game, and so once we stop having that. Sheer number of amount of mental mistakes. We could win a lot more games. We'll win a lot more games. I need my OC to figure out how to develop a run game and how to develop a sustaining drive. I know you want to be balanced. I have 50-50 pass run. So teams don't know what you're really running. I need you to develop that. I need my defensive coordinator to know how to coach up proper defensive pass-offs how to coach up different linebackers on how to pick up middle of the field, uh responsibilities. I need defense my D-line to get some type of semblance of pressure. Like it's the little things that's gonna whatever we can address in the offseason is going to take us to our next step because we can go from a wild card team or to a team that's looking in into the hunt. So be a team that's like, all right, they're picturing us as the AFC South, uh, AFC Championship. They picture us as regard. That's the game we have to play. Somebody like the the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals. One of the teams that's like, all right, whoever wins this game is going to the Super Bowl. Like, we're going to be regarded as one of those teams in the future. So, can't wait for those. Like, but we can't get there until we handle uh, a lot of mental mistakes. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Let's get a little bit of a prediction going on before we go ahead and jump into questions. And if you guys have any questions, feel free to drop them in the chat. If you're still watching with us, we do thank you for those who have been with us throughout the chat. Uh, Texas 22, that is VT right now. Leo and VT, thank you guys for joining in. DB3, uh, uh, Chandler Pullen, Alpha, uh, Dominic Sports Radio, I don't know you, you don't know me, Kuda Ball, John Clayton, Joey. Hey, I see you're in there, one of one. Uh, thank you guys all for jumping in and, and and just being a part of the chat today, uh, and, and watching this and watching this stuff. But let's get your predictions. I know we're about to have Texans versus Titans. Uh, what do you see? Give me a score. Give me a, a prediction on that. And, and what do you think is going to happen there?
1: Um. Uh. To be honest with you, uh, I think this game going to come down to. Uh, for us, on the offensive side, it's going to come down to, obviously, if we can get some type of run game. If we can get a running back over 60 yards, 70 yards, we're going to probably win the game Um some sort of fashion. Um, it's going to come down to a couple of guys stepping up. I think our entire O-line should be pretty much the same group coming back. George Fan, Larry Tunsil, they're going to get some Tori doll shots right before they walk out type shit. And they won't feel anything until the next day. Um, So it's going to come down to players like Michi, Xavier, uh, Dalton. is looking like he's going to be coming back on Sunday. Um, And um, Xavier, Dalton, Michi, Brevin. And Brevin to step up uh, in a big form of fashion. I know Brevin's not going to get a lot of – PT just due to the fact Dawson might be coming back, but they might have a lot of two tight end sets just to that's what Bobby likes. Um what? Uh, and well Woods, he shows up. So he's a vet. He just don't get that much uh tar many targets as of late because CJ has been putting the ball everywhere. Um or just feeding the oh. ball around. Um Noah Brown, yeah, don't. I don't think the game will come down to the guys. I think the game will come down to the young guys actually stepping up. Mm-hmm. Um, they will get their targets. Because since it's Mills, Mills plays with the second group. I don't think people ever really <laughs> talked about that leading up to the week. Um, Mills plays with the with the second unit. And so all the backups, uh, receivers, and skill positions, he's somewhat known because that's the people he practiced with during, uh, during the week. Um, on the defensive side, um, big question mark of if is the running game going to go down. Um, it's a bad game not to have Will Anderson. Uh, just regarding against Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears. Um, so it's going to be a hard-fought battle in the, the trenches since. Uh, and then it's going to be a big battle of who can – Who's going to be guarding D-Hop or who they respect the least to guard D-Hop? Because once they figure out, all right, D-Hop, either got to go against uh, Stingley or Nelson, whichever one you feel like is going to be the better matchup, that's where we're going to be running routes. Um, Linebacker's going to get picked on again, but I don't know if Levis is that level yet. He has potential to be that level to pick apart a a lot of defenses because he has a live arm and he just has that spunk. But I don't know if he's mentally there to like pick apart defense and take what they can give you type shit. So we'll see on that. But he has the ability to pick apart on our linebacker because every quarterback has the ability. Because fuck it, I saw Desert Ritter and um, old dude was able to put up three hundred yards because mm-hmm. they they picked on our 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 linebackers in our uh, slot corners. Um, I'm glad this is week two or three. For Ward and Peachy being back, they can build up on that cohesion again. They didn't have the worst game last the word like the worst game in itself like after like the whole I counted the first half since it was zero zero, like they wasn't that horrible um, but once they started scoring, the wheels kind of fell off at the end of the game but uh hopefully this third week of cohesion, they're able to play better. So, linebackers, run game for the defense is going to be a big thing. We're going to see how, how, how they utilize Derrick Henry and Tajay Pierce. Um, Hop versus the entire back, defensive backfield. Uh, I don't think they have really any other guys like that. They got a couple good tight ends, but nobody is like, oh, shit, we got to watch out for them. Just regular NFL guys that, hey, if you allow them to be open, they're going to be open. So, I'm worried about uh, Derrick Henry, Tajay versus the running game. Worried about the tight ends versus our linebackers. Mm-hmm. And then I worry about D Hop because he's going to cook some form of fashion versus versus us. Um, on the offensive side, I worried about what player is going to step up. Um, and then if we can get a running back over 50 yards to the, on Sunday. Yeah.
0: I think I have a, a couple other keys to the game. Um, honest I don't think they test. I don't think they put uh, D-Hop on Stingley or uh, 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 Nelson a lot. I think they're going to kind of have him in the outside a little bit. Um, but I think that's going to like I, if they want to get him involved, I think they're going to put him in the slot and yeah. let him just cook King because that's that's who is going to be there because Tavier Thomas is out. Um, I think the biggest worry for me is in the linebacker position, we don't have uh Cashman. He's out this game. That's our best cover linebacker. So
1: um
0: that's that's a big that's a big hit. I do think this is still gonna be a low-scoring game. Um I think Will Levis, who's played fairly well uh for a rookie, he he comes on late
1: just
0: sporadic um, yeah he he's very sporadic what i will say about this game and this is where i think we have the advantage both co- both sets of coaches are kind of uh, what's the word i want to use here they're they're kind of stubborn in what they want to do in the game and tim kelly comes from that bill o'brien tree if he really wants to establish the run and he wants to have A Layered passing game We saw it here in the Texans And Tim Kelly is their offensive coordinator Mm -hmm. I think We are going to be able to play on that um, And get some turnovers Which will keep this game close Um, One thing I definitely will say Is I don't expect us to get beat deep which is what the last time the Titans kind of went off when Levis first got out there. I think that's where he kind of got to show him. Like that's that's that was their best passing game. Yeah. They really haven't done that lately. Um, all because they... teams are not going to let them beat. They're not going to let teams aren't going to let the Titans beat them deep, and they're going to stop them. It's the middle of the field stuff. That mid-range game can Levis torch us there.
1: Because it's going to be so. Berks, I agree with that. Burks, Hopkins, um, and Chris Moore.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, So who is going to win? Is Burks going to beat Nelson or Stingley? I don't know. Is Hopkins going to beat Nelson or Stingley or King? I don't know.
1: Is Chris Moore Moore going to beat the safeties or Desby King?
0: Yeah. And we don't know, right? I don't think I don't think that's gonna happen. I think our secondary locks them up a lot more. So I don't think their throwing game, their passing game is gonna be out there as much. I think it's gonna come down to the run game. And that's that's the what worries me the most. But also they're soft on their defense, particularly in that run game. And I think Davis, I think we in this this game is gonna be similar to that that last time we won in Tennessee. I think it's gonna be 1914. Houston, um, And I think it's because Davis Mills, as you mentioned, has that rapport with those backup receivers, David Hutchinson, John Mechie, um, Brevin Jordan. He's going to have had that that work with them. Um, Noah Brown, Robert Woods, he's going to have had that work with them a little bit more. Um, and I think he will be able to hit who he's got to hit. I think you'll see a lot of fast um Faster pace play from Davis Mills. He's gonna try and get the ball out quick. We are also probably gonna be missing Noah Fant or Noah Fant George Fant. George Fant, I think, is gonna be out this game, so it's probably going to be Charlie Heck on the right tackle. So I I I know, I don't know man to-
1: that sword dog do do wonders, man.
0: Hopefully, I mean if that's the case, then hopefully we could see Nico Collins out there as well. Um, and if we could see both of them out there. That would be if Nico Collins is out there, I'm more sure of a win than if he's not. Um, but I do think the thing that will help us is one of the, our best play where we didn't see a lot of sacks was when we got the ball out quick. And I think that's what we're going to see in this game. We're gonna see uh the ball get out quick. It's it's gonna be live. We're gonna see a lot of more Trevor Lawrence style throws than um then what we're seeing from CJ, who holds the ball, is one of the longest in the the NFL. Um, We're going to see a lot faster passes. So expect that going into this week. I also expect a lot of middle, uh, like, testing their linebackers because they really don't have a strong secondary and linebacker uh, room for the Tennessee Titans. So I suspect that's where we're going to try and attack the most.
1: I would hope if we're getting uh, Schultz back, We're gonna able to attack the middle of the field a little bit. Well, not the middle field. That uh, seam. We're
0: gonna attack that seam in the.
1: the I said that. I'm not even gonna say the seam like the fifteen that.
0: The mid range.
1: Yeah, the five to twenty yard area uh, from the line, you can really attack a lot of shit because that's the that's the place the linebackers got to cover it. The Um,
0: unfortunate though bit is that that's Davis Mills in his past that has been his weakest
1: uh targeted that's, area. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's been where he's his weakest. So I'm hoping we did see that he in you know in the like four or five passes he had in the Jets game, he was fairly accurate. Um and when I mean fairly accurate, I mean he hit the man in the face mask at 12 yards away. So um hopefully he is uh got that accuracy going. He seems to be more poised this year. Um I'm predicting 1914 Texans. With the win, and that we uh, go in, go in and rip those jerseys off and take them back. <laughs> um, lastly, any questions that you guys have, go ahead and put them in the chat. But is there uh, before we kind of go on and looking at the at the questions that are there, uh, as always. All the information for me, you guys can see in the description below. If you guys have anything that you want me to pray over or pray for for you guys, let me know. You can send that to me any particular way you want to. Exo for the people out there, so I could get, and also so that I could get this information in the description going forward. Can you go ahead and give the people your information?
1: Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at that guy, JJ uh, underscore. Uh, I think that got underscored one I wanted it to. Um, I might be making a new account um, uh, for this, or just to separate, just like my football take and stuff like that, from like my regular social media accounts. I haven't really fully decided on that just yet. Just yet. Um, you can follow me on there. Um, I do don't really tweet as, as that much on my football texts like that uh but I might start doing that a little bit more. I post some things here and there just about this O-line and D-line in itself. Um but uh hit me up, add me if you want to, hit me in the DM if you have any questions about anything like that or you just want to talk ball. I'm always there, you know. I love the game of football. I was willing to talk. I was willing to watch Film, you want to just watch uh, breakdowns and stuff? So hit me up. One bite. I might talk shit, but that's pretty much it.
0: Yep. Thank you very much. I don't see any questions in the comments, uh, in the comment section there. So we will kind of mm-hmm. let this up. Uh, go up to the end. One thing I will say is this was a longer episode. I normally don't go this long. Normally it's about an hour, but we had three weeks of stuff worth to cover. So so bear with us. We're we're going to get back into the regular weekly scheduled programming. But uh, what I will say is I think this episode, what we really wanted to do is is take a look into that that darkness, take a look into all the noise that we've been hearing, kind of sift through it all. Find that grain, that nugget of light that's out there and bring it right back to the middle. It has been fun, ladies and gentlemen. You know who I am. I am Jay, a.k.a. The Moderate Texan. You know who that guy is over there. It is XO. Say bye to the people, XO.
1: Bye. See y'all later. See you next week. Catch you later.
0: Catch you next week, Texans fam.
1: Much love. Which town out.